Greetings, this is James Gillen with As You Wish Talk Radio, also simulcasting on East Eddy Stargate. And uh, for now, anyway, so uh, there's uh, a lot going on I wanted to talk about um, today. And actually, I put a lot of the news into the monologue. So it'll be in, in the monologue, so you can go ahead and check it out as we go. Um, just a heads up, the Schumann resonance again is off the scale. It's spiking like crazy. That's the frequency of the earth. It's just going nuts. Um, we're having a heat wave off the scale. I think it's going to be something like 106 up here in the mountains tomorrow. Uh, the full moon is today as well, tonight. So uh, it's it's a lot of energy coming in, a lot of shifts and changes happening. So uh, just be aware. You know, it's, it's bringing everything up. I'm going to go further into that later. There's a lot of... Uh, a lot of things going on uh, with with everything, and I'll, I'll cover that later. But uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about our censorship. You know, we're getting our our uh, newsletter, we're getting our our YouTube channel, we're getting Facebook. I'm in jail again. Uh, I don't think I've been out of jail. As soon as I get out of jail, I go right back in. Uh, but uh, I'm in for another thirty days, and so we've got a new award up that we're going to put out for these people and uh, these people that just have shown a history of censorship, uh, putting out false information and uh, uh, really messing, you know, with the truth and altering the truth and, you know, not even covering the, the science, you know, they, they've totally uh, just thrown that out the door and they're actually owned and operated by the big corporations, big pharma. And anything you're going to say that goes outside of their profit margin is going to be heavily censored. So we created the uh, Farting Hippo Award that we're going to give to these people now and again. And, and when you get this award, you have definitely earned it. So uh, it was a toss up. Maybe you can all vote on it between uh, YouTube and uh, Farsebook. Uh, we could probably give one to both of them. But uh, here's our famous Farting Hippo Award. (laughs) All right, and they earned it, basically. So uh, let's get on. On with the show, uh, got to start off with a little humor because it's it's so crazy what's going on out there. I don't know where to start, <clears throat> but we're going to tie this all together. So basically, um, we're going to go over a lot of the news, what's happening today. But I wanted to cover a little story that, which I've talked with a lot of people here at the ranch lately. And we're playing a little game called How Big Is Your God? And the, talking about the power to heal and our ancient past and what's really going on. So I wanted to cover this and, you know, kind of dismiss some of the nonsense that we've been taught in the past so we can can get a better idea of who we are, you know, where we came from and, and what our souls are connected to and, and how we can utilize that energy. So it is said men and women are creating the same image and likeness of God. Uh, this can have many interpretations. You know, was it the same image and likeness of the gods and goddesses of old? You know, the Egyptian gods, the Hebrew gods, the Greek gods, the Norse gods, 
you know, the demigods, which are offsprings of the gods breeding with earth humans, um, you know, a lot of interpretation on that, on exactly what God is. So is God a little old man with a laptop taking notes with a lightning bolt in one hand? You know, or, or is God beyond all images, pure consciousness and energy and spirit? You know, are the enlightened ones referring to the one consciousness that encompasses all consciousness on all planes and dimensions throughout the multiverse? In truth, man makes God in his own image and, you know, and that image, you know, no one can agree upon. You know, everybody seems to know what it is. And, uh, you know, about the only way you're ever going to find out what it is is to have a near-death experience and go through the tunnel and have your own personal experience with that. So. We can go further, you know, is God omnipresent? Is the creator omnipresent within all creation? Should that include you? You know, if it's omnipresent, it's within you as well. Is it omniscient, all-knowing, omnipotent, all-powerful? You know, why do the real master saints and sages say the temple is within? Urge us to expand that spark to become the full flame, as opposed to the psychic bullies, false prophets, psychic vampires, Master manipulators with hidden agendas that distract and feed off the unawakened, the unaware. Uh, those smiling faces that have all the buzzwords, Facebook spirituality, doing the see me, dig me dances, shutting, strutting on the stage, you know, seeking fame and notoriety while their personal lives are complete, uh, total complete hypocrisy. So anyway, uh, those of us that have been in the field for a long time know who these people are and they're doing an extreme disservice to humanity and they're controlling the narrative, but we'll talk more about that. So, you know, we're talking about these Hollywood gurus, talk show hosts, controlled narratives on everything from our true history, UFOs, how the earth's true history was a succession of colonies that came from the stars and they're distracting us from our own divinity, you know, with all these stars, our true history. Uh, one master in particular said, ye are all gods, children of the most high. He said, God is closer than the hair on your head, and heaven is all around you. And this guy is a master in quantum physics, you know, when he explains this, because it, it is true. You know, he also said, as you believe, so it is. So if you ever wonder why the name of the show is As You Wish, you know, it's exactly how creator and the universe operate. You know, it's uh, if you say men are arrogant, untrustworthy a-holes, and uh, the universe you know, the universe says, as you wish, and and uh, one arrogant, untrustworthy a-hole coming your way. You know, that's how it works. And there's no discrimination here. It works with both sexes. So uh, uh, it, it doesn't matter what sex you are, what belief you are, you know, whatever you're holding in your heart and your beliefs enticing people and events to you according to your consciousness. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about that. There's an old saying, does evil exist? A lot of people say it only exists if you believe in it and things like that. I, I don't believe that. And, uh, you know, if it if you believe it doesn't exist, was it here before you incarnated? And will it be here after you cross over? You know, what about evil's free will to, to be evil? You know, it's gotten far beyond time for setting boundaries. And if you think evil does not exist, explain to me, you know, the child sacrifices, the trafficking, and now over 600 unmarked graves of children have been found in Canada under the watch of the Catholic Church. You know, these churches and schools were named after saints. So um, we have never worried or the real agendas behind all of these institutions. And that is going to come up for all of us to see who they are and what is their true agendas, you know, so. 
I like saying, why did every master teacher diminish the external gods as distractions and inspire going within and making your own personal connection to God, creator, great spirit, whatever name you want to give it? You know, the entire planet is getting a crash course in dependency, depending on external forces <clears throat> to advise, guide, and protect and provide. This includes the trap of seeking love, acceptance, and approval outside of self, other than, you know, the eventual external letdown. And so what we're seeing right now is one group is promising the world, promising everything, but they're delivering us quite the opposite. And if this continues, we're going to see hell on earth, basically. That's where we're going. So I really want you to think about this. How is this working? You know, are you paying attention to the latest plagues and problems? You know, they're man-made. You know, how is your external leadership, you know, you gave all your power to doing? Have the religions created your own personal internal connection to God? You know, have they brought universal peace? Have your governments brought peace, healing and abundance? You know, has the military governed in the past by the military industrial complex brought peace? You know, peace is bad for business, basically. So now you're asking, what does this have to do with healing? You know, sit with it. Look around you, you know, with a fresh mind about what's really going on. We have to totally reset our minds and to understand what's really happening. And uh, we have to ask ourselves, you know, where are the cures? You know, the cures, both natural and energetic that have been around for hundreds of years. You know, where are they? Why are they not being utilized? And how well is the allopathic medicine doing? I'd give them a total fail on prevention. Uh, symptomatic relief, maybe 50% with side effects. And uh, cures, probably a 90% fail. You know, if you get your, if you break your leg or you're in a bad accident, you, you know, they can patch you back up. But, you know, you if you want to uh, really have a full healing, you've got you've to go natural, you know, and change your consciousness. But I'm going to go further than this. So the swine, the bird, the HIV, now bat flus came straight out of gain of function research labs. This is fact, you know. Of course, the fact checkers won't tell you this. <laughs> You know, none were natural. And we have to ask yourself, who gains from creating the pandemics? Who's leading you through the pandemic other than those who participated in creating it and those who are making billions due to it? Uh, yes, this includes the NIH, the CDC, and the WHO, funded by the very same people responsible for the creation and release of the pandemics. Uh, it's time to wake up. We can't keep going and playing ignorance. Like who's stopping the safe, effective, time-proven cures that would cut into the profits of big pharma? You know, cures you can't even mention without being censored, banned, character assassinated, disbarred, in some cases physically assassinated. You know, who's blocked the frequency cures that fit into the category of miracles? You know, Rife, Tesla, MedBeds. That can grow back limbs. You know, why are they not being used on the children with cancer and soldiers that have lost limbs? Like, who is making these decisions on when these things come out and how they're implemented? You know, obviously the status quo has failed there too. So if they if they've stopped safe effective cures, they're guilty of inflicting pain, suffering, and even death. And uh you know, we have to ask, has their greed blinded them? How about the ones spreading false information, the fact checkers, censoring frontline nurses, doctors, scientists, some with Nobel Prizes speaking out about the origin of diseases and the safe, effective, inexpensive cures 
used in other countries successfully outside of the big pharma jab. You know, are the censors and spreaders of fear and disinformation also guilty of perpetuating the unnecessary pain, suffering, and deaths? I mean, they're withholding these these uh, safe and effective uh, cures. So, anyway, should they be held accountable? I say yes. You know, have all their gains at the expense of others forfeited? Again, I say very good idea. You know, have we had enough of the war and disease profiteers? You know. Ask yourself, why are 60% of the doctors and surgeons avoiding the jab? Why are pilots dropping dead with blood clots? And now why are some airlines and governments warning about flying after the jab? You know, why did the FDA ban the test kits as unsafe and unreliable? Why is the World Health Organization saying do not vaccinate the children, anyone under 18? You know, and then they flip flop as soon as pressure by big pharma comes on them. Uh, why are they still pushing masks when all the studies, including Stanford research, are proving them ineffective and harmful? Uh, you know, the Spanish flu, you know, most people died of secondary pneumonia from wearing masks, not from the flu. And we're having that same thing happen here. It's secondary infections. And they're finding all kinds of creatures on those masks. So uh, any, you know, we have to ask the question, will we ever see the real numbers concerning injuries, extreme side effects, deaths due to the jab? I, I think that's going to be slow walked if we ever get it at all. Uh, and is the mainstream media complicit in holding back all of this information? Of course they are. You know, have they lied about Russia, the false charges, fake Russian dossier? paid for by Hillary, which led to the impeachment charges. You know, how about the photo op in front of the church where the Capitol, you know, police cleared out all the people ahead of time due to prior violence to build a fence to better secure the area? You know, Trump had nothing to do with that decision. Zero. Uh, it was already it was already in motion before any of that. And, uh, you know, there were, then there's a PSYOP takeover of the Capitol building, you know, with a large portion of the people unindicted due to being operatives in the FBI. <laughs> you know, um, when are they going to cover this? Tucker Carlson covered it, you know, on, on uh, Fox News, as well as some of these other things. You know, I, we need to say some prayers for him because he's really sticking his neck out. Um, you know, the rest of these people that were part of that, that have been arrested, they're held in barbaric conditions. They're in solitude. Some have even died. And have you heard anything about that in the lamestream news? You know, zip, nothing. You know, you know they're being made examples of, basically. And uh, I always ask, it's not what they lied about, it's what have they not lied about? You know, have you ever heard an apology? Nope, never will. You know, why in God's name does anybody listen to big pharma corrupt politicians and a corporate-owned deceptive mainstream media, which lies and gives advice that in most cases is not in your highest and best good? Uh, social media is now socialist media with no knowledge on how socialism or con communism worked out in the past. You know, but that's where they're trying to take us. You know, the censorship is off the scale right now. It's uh, freedom of speech is gone, basically. Uh, here's a good one. Did you know about uh, most all your genocidal dictators were socialists? They don't teach that in schools. Did you know the CCP, Chinese Communist Party, and global elite are funding the race, religion, and gender divisions, hatred of America programs, along with the corrupt politicians, all the way to the top? You know, they've all, they're all under the thumb of the CCP. Only 6% of the Chinese people got the jab. 
And everything from masks to test kits to vaccines are coming out of China. And uh, turned out great for them, <laughs> not so great for the rest of the world. And so now the FDA is banning the test kits, dangerous uh, kits, but, you know, based on false science, according to the inventor who spoke out saying they would should never have been used, who mysteriously died recently thereafter. You know, he was probably Epstein or McGaffey, you know, uh, McGaffey uh, was found again, hanged in a Spanish jail. And, uh, you know, it's pretty crazy. But uh, he's, he also had all the goods on these people. And he has somewhere, you know, he has a dead man switch somewhere with all this information. I'm sure it's going to be released. So uh, General Flynn is releasing his new documentary and warns about the event to distract from the Arizona audit. Because and then the bombs go off in Florida. Go figure, you know. Rumor has it McGaffey had a condo in the very same building that had a dead man switch in case, you know, they killed him. Exposed all the dirty deeds of the deep state. So uh, uh, it was, he had a condo in that very building that came down. So put that, uh, you know, what I say right now, you know, if you put two and two together, you know, it makes four, not five, six or seven. Or any other number that the deceivers are telling you, you know, we're going to have to become our own healers, do our own research, awaken the God within and heal ourselves. You know, we can no longer rely on external sources for our healing, education, or awakening. You know, we are endowed with the ability to channel the full love of, and healing powers down through our crowns, through our heart into any given situation. This includes clearing unseen negative influences as well. Uh, many of the thoughts, attitudes, emotions, even illness and accidents come from unseen negative influences. And this is the epidemic no one is talking about. Uh, most have lost or had these abilities blocked or diminished by the very same entities, seen and unseen, that actually feed off all the pain, suffering, and confusion. Uh, these external forces seen, um, you know, seen are doing everything to block or diminish your ability to make your own personal connection to God, Creator, or Great Spirit. Uh, engage your own inner healer, become sovereign, maintain your own self-authority. They have and are working through sometimes unaware friends, family, lovers due to wounds, traumas, and wrong conclusions from past experiences, creating open doorways, you know, chinks in their armor. They've also infiltrated almost every position of power, be it governments, religions, or business institutions. And as we have seen by what we talked about the news prior, uh, you know, there's a few politicians, businessmen, and spiritual leaders who are fully aligned with service to others creator and the truth flows through them like a river uh there was white hats the patriots they're doing uh trying so hard to discredit and demonize the paradox is the demons are doing the demonizing it's all backwards and upside down uh it's time to get behind them trust your heart and as to who is who and always be on guard for hidden agendas uh because that's coming up right now the hidden agendas are all being exposed so we can no longer afford to live in critical thinking and research impaired denial endowed life, you know, if we are going to get through this. Uh, this is not a political war. It's a war between good and evil. Those who operate from the heart with impeccable integrity and in service versus those who either in ignorance or denial or willingly serve another force, a darker force at war with the creator and all creation. I mean, look at what's happening. 
Uh, look what's happening with the food, the water shortages, even the fuel shortages, all of this going on. The, the forest, the, the chemtrails, um, I can go on and on and on. There's, there's another force working here. We got to pay attention to it. And now it's moved, you know, big farm is, is now at the head of all this. So anyway, um, there's master manipulators promising fame, fortune, all the sex you desire with no age limit, I might add. And against free will, as in the case of child trafficking. Uh, when whether you call them satanic luciferians archons demons reptilians the gray alliance it's all coming to the surface for all to see and choose there's no more fence sitting elders of all nations are being attacked those trying to keep the peace release and heal the past those who are authentic are being challenged you know the most they're the ones being hit the most by these energies those who are not authentic are being rapid, you know, rapidly exposed for their true nature and agenda. And it's happening in all walks of life. The political, the religious, the business institutions, governments around the world are being exposed for their corruption and agendas harmful to humanity and the earth. Uh, these you know, are those times, the days to come we've been talking about since the 80s, other prophet seers even longer you know, we have the ability to see and change our future merely by choosing not to participate in the downward spiral going against universal law. And a lot of people ask, what is universal law? It's universal peace, brother, sisterly love, individual freedom and prosperity for all. And uh, we need to know the story of the two wolves. Look it up. You know, the two wolves that are fighting inside, you know, and and the kid asked the grandfather, you know, like, uh, who's going to win, grandfather? And he said, the one you feed. You know, so, and I love to me that one of the most basic Cherokee sayings is, is if it isn't good for everyone, it isn't good. So it's basically that simple. So there, there's things happening. It's boiling down to self-service versus service to others. It's boiling down to good versus evil. Uh, it's boiling down to the master manipulators and people vamping off of other people's energies. Um, you know, we're seeing this happening on a grand scale. And, you know, personally, I can see right through these people that are on stage, you know, pose, they're posers, you know, and uh, you can feel their heart. You can feel their intentions and you know their agenda. And uh, and so get ready everything external that you think are are positive and on the good side you know we're going to have to look at with extreme discernment in the days to come because you know there's planned opposition there's people that are full on uh locked in their own egos and they really need the acceptance and approval outside of themselves to establish self-worth um there's a lot of very wounded people trying to teach other people how to heal and the old saying physician heal thyself, you know, is what we need to go to. So, so anyway, it's a time of self-empowerment and discernment. You know, we're going through those times. And uh, so that is basically all I have to say. Um, there's one other thing I wanted to cover before we go into uh, questions is we do have the conference coming up here. Um, and, uh, I think he can pop up a, a flyer on that. Let me pop this down so I can read that. And, uh, you know, we've got an awesome lineup. I mean, these people are going to be incredible. And you can see by the lineup, uh, you know, we've had uh, 
And unfortunately, Ben can't make it. He has a lot of pressure and social things he's dealing with and family issues. So he can't make it to the conference, but uh, we've actually uh, divided uh, more time for Ilana and, and Michael Sala and Corey Good. So rather than bring another person in, we just set it up so each person can do their own slot. And uh, we're trying to keep some time so people can enjoy the ranch, the energy here, and have their own experience, their own multidimensional experience, because you can't, you can't uh, um, be here without having an experience <laughs> one way or the other. The energy is going to bring everything up for you to look at, the good and the not so good. So anyway, it's an amazing place. It's a vortex. The veils are very thin here. And uh, what's the conferences starts July 15th, or 15th through 16th, 17th, and through the 18th. Yeah, through the 18th. So uh, check that out. I know we still have some tickets. There. We're almost sold out. We're actually going to add a few extras, but uh, uh, just to accommodate some people. But um, uh, anyway, so what I want to do now is I'm going to open the floor for questions. We have questions from the chat and we have questions from the audience. And uh, we'll just have my lovely assistant, Kathy, here uh, fire away and I'll see what I can do with the questions. What is spiritual ego and how not to get hooked? Yeah, what is spiritual ego and how not to get hooked? Um, it's, it's all about staying humble and realizing when you, when you have a near-death experience, you become, if you go through the tunnel and reach the highest planes and dimensions, you realize you're unique, but you're one at the same time, which is a paradox, but it's not on that level. And so... The more you try to promote your identity as this being or that being or that person or channeling this being or whatever, um, it's a limitation. It's a very extreme limitation. And usually the ego is doing that. And so, you know, we don't need to be name dropping. We don't need to do, be doing all these other things. And, and, uh, and so you feel the creator comes to the heart. It comes down through the crown. It comes through the heart. You can feel when somebody is coming from ego and when somebody is coming from service and uh, truly cares and loves you, you know, and, and wants your best, you know. So, and it's a matter of opening up to that inner sensitivity, that discernment, you know, as you can feel. And we really need to learn that because there are seen and unseen influences right now heavily at play because of the ascension process. And there's beings trying to stop us and divert us and, and, you know, suppress it. And there's beings trying to uplift us and heal us and, and give us the empowering information. So it's all about learning self-authority and learning that inner sensitivity and, and using discernment, you know, in each case. But you'll see that when somebody's talking uh, in ego, you're going to hear a lot of eyes. Like, I did this, I did this. I briefed this person. I didn't. They're going to have all these name drops, and and they're all powerful people. You know, I did this. I did that. And when you find out who these powerful people really are, you know, they're the ones that are up for the tribunals for for uh, some very nasty stuff. So uh, get away from that and get away from the distractions and really make your own personal connection with Creator. You know, it's it's like if I can't bend you Ember to do that, I'm a distraction basically, and anybody else is a, that, that is not doing that. All right, this is another, this is a question about the conference. 
um, will it be available online? Yeah, the conference will be available online, but there's going to be a delay. And the reason why we just don't have the bandwidth to live stream here. So what we're going to do is film it and then we're going to download it uh, from another place and then put it up on ESETI TV. That's our goal so far. And that's what we're planning on doing. So there will be a delay, but it will be on, you know, it will be uh, available for everybody. Do you have any more information on the Elven clans? Oh, yeah, more information on the Elven clans. Um, the Elven beings, um, a lot of us are incarnated from there. And uh, they're actually the doorkeepers for the inner earth. Uh, the six dimensional Elven beings, you know, control the light doors. And uh, um, the clans, you know, I, I really, I don't know. It's, I could probably talk for a long time on that. But the, the clans are all different. Um, they... They, they do a lot of uh, like face markings and, and kind of tattoo type things according to their clans. And, and uh, some do, some don't, but uh, they, they all seem to be different and they all come from certain family lineages. And, and uh, it's almost like the Irish clans in a way, but more, more uh, they're more assigned to certain abilities, you might say. And, and that's that's all I can say. But we're going to be seeing them not too far in the near future. They're, we're going to reunite with the inner earth groups and the Palladians and the Andromedans and the Syrians and the, and the Orion Counts of Light and all these beings that are helping us out right now. There, there's a big reunification coming. But the earth has to unify and we have to get rid of the tyranny first. And then that's going to happen. And that's where things are going. The, the tyranny is not frequency specific to the ascension process. And and with the Schumann resonance and the frequency spikes and the, uh, the, the solar flares hitting the earth and everything is, it's unstoppable. You know, so their, their days are short. Well, this next question really is about that also. And it says how, to, how, let's see, how to meet the elementals and work, and work through the fear. Okay, so the next question is, how do I meet the elementals and work through the fear? Um, we teach self-mastery classes here, and we also teach how safeguards for getting clear information and working with the higher dimensional beings, the ones that are service-oriented. And I've written it in books, too. It's in all my books, and we teach people how to heal unseen negative influences, how to create sacred space, which you should do before any spiritual practice. You should clear your space, uh, create sacred space, clear your energy. There's multiple ways of doing that, but we have a clearing prayer that works very well. It's very ancient. We've been using it for years, and I highly recommend uh, checking that out. Healing unseen, healing negative influences is on our website. It's free. It's in all the books. And so... You know, about making contact with ascended masters, with uh, advanced civilizations, off-world beings, things like that. It's so important to first clear your space, create sacred space. And then with the intention of making contact, just fill your heart with love and joy and bliss and send it out with that intention. That's how you make contact. There's a lot of mental ways of doing these experiments and and c5 things and all this stuff that are long and and 
and it's a matter of just raising your frequency, focusing on love and joy and bliss and send it out with the right intention. That's how you make contact. It's not that hard, you know, and you don't have to pay $3,000 and to go and, uh, and look at things in the sky, which may or may not be a UFO. <laughs> so how do you protect yourself from energy bullies? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, how do you protect yourself from energy bullies? The first thing is to sense their energy. And there's a lot of people that will push their energy into yours, you know, and they try to kind of overcome you. And they just keep asking for things over and over and over, and they keep pushing their agenda. And when you're away, um, it's like an insult to your intelligence, basically. It's like, and we do need to set boundaries in those cases. And uh, there's people, even though you tell them, no, don't do this, they'll do it anyway, no matter what. You know, you will not be able to. You have to set some really firm boundaries. So, um, you know, we experience that here at the ranch a lot where people come here and they want to do counselings and workshops and things. And they go off on their own thing and do open up vortex. And the next thing you know, we're, we've got all these, the gray alliance and reptilians and all these people coming in because they're coming through the psychic bullies, you might say, or coming through the people that aren't awake to what they're doing or are either willingly or in air open doors they shouldn't be opening or they don't create sacred space put it that way and so we have that happen here a lot of the, a lot of the ranch and so we've had to really set some firm guidelines now which we're doing and people sign waivers now when they come here that they won't be doing opening up portals and doing uh, their own little personal workshops or counseling work or things like that and because things can happen and then reflects on ESETI. so you know if somebody opens open something up that's negative and somebody has a negative experience and they go, yeah, that happened to East City Ranch, then, you know, we, we have to set boundaries there, you know, because it's, we don't have the luxury of just being lazy about this stuff anymore. It's, it's just happened on such a large scale. We have to, we have to start dealing with it. Is there a way <laughs> to find out our purpose for being here? Yeah, a way to find out our purpose for being here. Um, mainly, if you're listening to the show, you're part of the awakening and healing process. You know, you're part of the Earth crew that came here. And a lot of you incarnated from other civilizations. You know, you came in. You know, there's we're getting over and over, especially with the younger generation. We're getting people that came in from the sixth dimension, from the Pleiades. And they're master teachers and healers. And they're really having a hard time coping. You know, and they, a lot of them get hooked up with beings that are not so good for them. You know, that actually feed off their energy and try to try to, to suppress or take them down. And we see that happen a lot. But uh, um, God, I've lost the question again. What was the question again? How to find out. Our purpose for yeah, being find here. out your purpose for being here. A lot of it is you'll find out whatever you're drawn to, whatever brings you joy, whatever makes you happy. That's what you need to seek out and do. Um, it's usually some form of service, you know, whether it's working with children or working with the earth or, or, uh, helping people heal, you know, there's all these different modalities, but you have gifts. We all have gifts and we just need to meditate and, and ask, go within and ask, you know, why am I here? You know, what are my benevolent connections? You know, what knowledge should I have from the past that I was using, you know, in advanced civilizations and just really go within and meditate and keep asking those questions with the intention of, of gaining that knowledge and those abilities. And eventually it'll come to you. 
how can you dissolve karma? Okay, how do you dissolve karma? Um, we have a karma spray, karma be gone. No, <laughs> no, it's not that easy. <laughs> well, there's a thing called karma yoga, you know, which is where you, you just do things in service and, you know, no attachment. You do things from the heart. And, and we, you know, when you shift into service, you get bonus points. You might say karma points. Uh, you know, you, you go around and just be kind to each other, be kind to the planet and do good things and help people when you can. And uh, not only do you not create more karma, you start dissolving the other karma as well. And you can go within and we all have the big eraser within us. You know, it's our own God selves. It, you know, it's a big eraser and it goes never happened. You know, it's just erases it. And we have that ability. And, and it goes back to our concept of what creator is. God doesn't have an ego. It can't judge. It's beyond that. It's pure consciousness and energy. It's pure, unconditional love and joy and bliss. It's the highest frequency consciousness and energy you can imagine. And so when Jesus said, neither do I judge thee, nor does my father judge thee, go and send no more. What he's saying is like, look, I'm not here to judge. You know, God doesn't judge. Stop screwing up. You know, stop blowing it. You knew. Before you went into this, that is probably wasn't going to work out right. You had feelings and and uh, hits, you know, that were saying, you know, don't go there. And the thing about too is is that, you know, there's an old saying, you know, I've never made a mistake. I've gained a lot of wisdom and created a lot of things, you know. So, so a lot of things we don't even know what they are until we experience them, and we don't need to beat ourselves up over that. We go, okay, now I know what I don't want. And you forgive yourself, forgive others, and move on. And that's the important thing. And I can't tell you how powerful forgiveness is. We are all being pushed right now to forgive and release the past and heal and and move forward and create, you know, get into um, creation mind and create the world we want to see and get out of reactionary mind. That's where the Illuminati and the dark hearts want you. They want you in reactionary mind. They want you focused on survival, sex, and power. They don't want you in the heart or the higher uh, higher chakras. They want to keep you suppressed. And, and so it's really important to get step out of that and find balance, you know, within all your energy centers. When family's throwing you off, um, <clears throat> did we choose these challenges? Well... We definitely chose the families we incarnated into for various reasons. And a lot of times when we made those choices, we we're coming from spirit and we're in this boundless love, joy, bliss state, you know, a lot of times. And we look down and we go, I could do that. We see the timeline and we see, you know, the probable events on it and everything. Oh, I can handle that. Yeah. My dad's going to be an alcoholic. He might be a little abusive, you know, and, you know, but hey, I can handle that, no problem, you know. And then you come here and you incarnate and you come into the frequencies here and all the psychic turbulence and you feel separate. You don't have that same connection to creator. And and everybody's saying one thing, thinking something else and doing another. And and then and then you deal with, you know, your heart's wide open and dependent on parents and friends and family, and then they backstab you and and do stuff because they're unhealed as well and they're working things out and it gets very 
tumultuous, you know, and very, it's a very trying experience. It's a very dysfunctional planet right now. And we need to accept that. And just accepting that and going back to who you really are, going back to that place where you made that choice, where you were connected to creator really helps in releasing the past and letting this go. So it's, it's very important to, to do that, to find process oriented therapies, to meditate, to do things like breath work. And, and there's all kinds of release programs. There's, there's psychologists like Alex Bloom is, is going to be at the conference and he's paired spirituality with psychology. Amazing. You know, has a lot of tips there. So he'll be giving those at the conference, but there's many ways of doing it, but main thing is set the intent for that to happen and be consistent and, uh, and monitor yourself, observe yourself. And, and if you don't like what you're feeling, do a healing and get back to your own God self, which is a loving, joyous, powerful manifesting God or goddess. That's it. That's your, your true nature. And when you reconnect with that, nothing else really matters. Can you talk about the Mary photo? And, oh yeah. Uh, people are wondering, people in the audience today are mm. wondering why it changes when you look at it. Oh yeah. The Mary photo that's interesting. It morphs. It does morph. And it, it kind of reflects back to you things you need to see. And, and, you know, a lot of times they'll see it morph into, into, uh, like angelic energies, faces change on it. It may look feline. It might look different. You know, it, it does morph into all these things. And it's a very spiritual event that happened there. We're, we're teaching a teacher's training class in self mastery and, and we're in the middle of the class. And, and all of a sudden I told, you know, I felt it. And I said, Mary just came in. Mary's energy just came into the room. And the girls were really feeling it. And a lot of them were crying. And, and it was very intense uh, experience. And the Khan, uh, uh, who is a, um, he's a Taoist monk. He spends, um, you know, months in caves and things like that, doing dark retreats. And he can see other dimensions. And he grabs his camera and he takes a picture and that's how he got the photograph of Mary over the class. And he got a couple other photographs of her appearing in these blue vortexes or portals opening up. And that's what she was, she was stepping through. But uh, the picture is real. Um, it has an effect on people the more you stare at it. We have other pictures of other masters that have appeared here in Babaji and, and some other off-world masters that have come here. We have all kinds of things. And and uh, uh, pictures here, and they, they have an effect when people look at them, you know. So um, the main thing is it's, it's their triggers. They're like touchstones that trigger things within you, within yourself. Do you know the galactic origin of Moldavite? The galactic origin of Moldavite? I'm not sure, actually. My first hit is maybe Lyrian when, when Lyrian had some problems and part of the planet blew up, you know. Uh, yeah, it could also be the ancient uh, Maldek or, or uh, they had different names for that planet that blew up and became the asteroid belt. But uh, I'm not sure. I I could guess at it, but I'd rather go within and, and figure out which one it was. I, my big hit is Lyra. I think it came from That's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah. So we had quite a few people that want you to talk more about the feline beings. Okay, the feline beings. Um, they, when they first came to me, if, if to be honest with you, it kind of freaked me out <laughs> because 
uh, how it happened was I was meditating and doing a, let me see how much time we got. Oh, we got time. I was doing an all day meditation and I was sitting there in my chair meditating. And the next thing you know, boom, I'm out of body and I'm on a ship, a big mothership. And I look around and I see all these beings, really tall beings, short little beings, um, every kind of being on the ship, uh, different colored beings. It was really amazing. And, and then I, I look at this woman at a council with this beautiful silhouette and blonde hair coming back. And, and she gets up and runs towards me and just gives me this big hug. And I even have a chance to react to, to realize she wasn't exactly human. She was, she was feline, humanoid feline, beautiful being. And just the love exuded from her was so powerful. It was just like, like welcome home, brother. I can't, it's even more than that. It was just overwhelming. And, and so I've been working very close with her. Her name's Bagit. And, uh, and, and so that was my first experience with them. And then uh, Khan actually photographed some panther beings that are about 12 to 14 feet tall. And uh, here at the ranch over on Ramirian Hill. And, and he was going, oh, so holy, so holy when they appeared to him. And, uh, and they're protectors and healers. And, uh, and then the lion beans started coming in. And they're awesome. I love the lion beans. And I work very closely with them. And, and, you know, some of these beans are 17 feet tall. They're very intimidating when you see them. Uh, but the ones that we were working with first were really goofy. And they had to be because... They had to get you past your fears and he, they'd strut around and do funny stuff and everything. And then they, and they're really here to, to help protect. And they're here for us to find our own inner line to empower us to be, to find our own courage. And that's what they're here for. But they're also here to take care of some very nasty things that have been coming in for a while now that have enslaved humanity for eons. And, and uh, they're part of the cleanup. They're the protectors of the gods and, and, and the gods they referred to were the uh, ancient Lyrians, which um, they also call Anunnaki. So, and a lot of people, your hair is going to go up when I say this, but the Anunnaki were the tall ones. They were like the, the cone heads. They had different shaped heads, very tall. They were the gods, you know, the bearded gods and the goddesses of, of ancient past. Well, some were benevolent and some continued to ascend and evolve. And some fell. And, and so the ones that fell, that was Marduk and his clan. They started working with the reptilians for total supremacy of the earth. They made a pact. And then the reptilians eventually killed Marduk. And so we've been under that pact ever since. So there's the fallen Anunnaki, the reptilians, and then there's the benevolent side. And they're returning with the feline beings for protection and to help out the light workers and things like that. So I've seen these ancient Larians and their gods, they're beautiful beings and they're not here to take anything. They're here to help us evolve and send and uh, heal. And they're here for protection. They're here to clean up their past, their karma. You know? So uh, there's a lot going on, but I love the feline beings. They're beautiful beings. They're all throughout history. Uh, they're finding them in Antarctica. They're finding the bones and bodies of these. And they're, they're also finding they're all throughout Egyptian lore and they're all throughout uh, ancient history. You'll find, the, you know, the Sphinx, the Sphinx was a lion and some arrogant pharaoh carved his face into it. Uh, but uh, uh, they've been around for a long time and, and I love hanging out with them.
you know, everybody should have fun with them. So there's been talk about 5G giving off healing energy. What do you think about that? You know, the 5G thing, uh, I have researched that and I've heard everything. And uh, I, I am going to go look into that. I have some people that really know what's going on. I just haven't been able to meet with them yet. And I can't talk to them over the phone because we know how that works. But uh, they won't talk over the phone. But they they are on the up and up on exactly what's going on with 5G, everything, and what's really happening. And so I need to set aside some time and take a road trip and, and go connect with these people. I can't tell you who they are. I don't want to get them in trouble. But uh, um, I really need to look into that because I haven't been able to make sense. I've heard everything from 5G is going to be awesome. It's going to connect everybody. It's going to take down all the censorship and all the other nonsense going on, you know, from, and, you know, it's also going to be able to project healing energies, which it can, it can, it can send out the frequencies that will destroy cancer and viruses and things like that if used properly. But uh, I'm not sure exactly who's got their finger on the dial and, and what their agenda is and things like that. So. I do need to look into that more because uh, it can have some very anything that can heal can also kill or make you very ill or sick. So they they have both qualities to them. It depends on how they're utilizing them. Are you going to be doing any um, mass meditations anytime soon or at the conference? Uh, definitely, we do. At, right after the show, we do a, a meditation, a group meditation. We bring a lot of you know we get together and we do. Uh, bringing in all the higher beings and do a lot of clearing and healing. Um, we probably will be doing some on the major events. I know that August, uh, the Lionsgate will be doing something then. Um, the solstices, we usually do something. People uh, are really requesting. Yeah. They love those. Yeah, but we will. We'll be doing uh, just about every event. We'll probably be doing something. What are we looking at here? Okay. We've got just a four or when, five minutes. When will all the craziness end? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when will all the craziness end? Oh, my God. When the action-reaction program is done. <laughs> you know, I, it, it is getting crazy, and it's sad right now because uh, everything's up. For, for every nation, every all the people, all the institutions, everything is coming up. Everything that was buried is coming up. The, the chaos is part of the healing. And and no rock is going to be left unturned. Everything, you know, there's no saying all the iniquities will be shot from the rooftops. So nothing is going to be hidden, you know, in the days to come. And, and when you see all this coming up, it's it's a good thing. It's part of the healing process. And don't get caught up in it. Don't get into reactionary mind where you're re reacting to all of it. Become sovereign, pull away, make your own personal connection with the creator and take care of your basic physical needs too. get set up, get sovereign. You know, uh, you know it's important to get through those times. But, um, you know, I think there is no time for any of these things that are happening. It's more like an event, a sequence of events. If this event happens, this event's probably going to follow in this event and this event. And it happens when it's ready to happen and when the most people will benefit from it, you know, from this shift. And when we can bring as many people as possible through, but then there's a cutoff point where, okay, 
you haven't figured out by now, we're going to the next level. Good luck with that. You know, and that's where we're at right now. We're going forward, going forward fast. And, uh, and you know, people are going to have to take personal responsibility for the predicament they're in, you know, and the choices they've made and the denials that they've expressed, you know, because all this information has been available. Everything about all the plagues and problems that have been happening on the earth, we've all been told, warned, uh, for a long time about them, and and now we're seeing them. Now they're here. So uh, uh, people people choose, and we have, don't have any uh, control over that. It's it's called the divine right right to stupidity. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> free will. It's divine right to free will. People are going to choose, and there's consequences from those choices, and that's that's free will. Period. You know, it, it's honored. So so we need to choose wisely and operate. Know, according to universal law and, and be kind to each other and the planet and that'll help us get through these times i got one last one one last one yeah I've got how did you transition from commercial real estate oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that was another life I, um yeah i was doing commercial real estate and i had and i got my contractor's license and was doing all that stuff you know another lifetime ago in in california and uh the, uh, you know, I was doing both. I was doing both commercial real estate and, and uh, you know, remodeling houses and things like that. But uh, the transition, you know, was as far as the remodeling houses and things like that, that all that all synced up with what I'm doing now, all the construction work I need to know about and everything and, uh, and the commercial real estate. But, you know, when I had the drowning, you know, I, I couldn't function in that world anymore. I, I just left. I, you know, people would say one thing, think something and do another. And they all had their lawyers and they're all feeding off each other. And there was just so much deception and no heart. And I just said, I can't do this because I, I, the near death experience just put me in a whole different frequency. And so I left and was living in the redwoods in a tent for a while in, in Northern California. And then I went and I worked in the desert for a little while and then I went up to here you know to washington so that's kind of how it had but uh the transition was rough because i was blown wide open they had no tools and i was seeing entities i was seeing attachments on people i was feeling the wounds of traumas everything and i didn't have any tools so i i was working with the tibetan foundation and they the teachings the inner christ and you know, I studied every process-oriented therapy and, and learned from yogis and lamas and different masters and got all the tools I needed and, and ended up here. Doing construction real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or not real estate. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, we're pretty much out of time. We've got to sign off, unfortunately. Uh, thanks, everybody, for coming, watching the show. And... Uh, Keep an open mind, loving heart, and pure intent, and you'll get through these times and help out your fellow man, woman, and whatever needs help. And uh, just have a great evening and watch the skies because they're here. I mean, the ships are here. Our, our ancient ancestors are here. And if you want to see an ET and you're, you're really serious about it, go into your bathroom, turn on the light, and look in the mirror because uh, we're a succession of colonies here, and we are the ones coming from the skies are our ancestors and some are not. <laughs> and, uh, those are being escorted out if they're not on the side of the light. So 
anyway, have a great evening and uh, stay tuned. And uh, another heads up to this show will be taken down right after it airs. And you can see it on uh, live at eSETI.org on the website, or you can go to Rumble, Gab, or Odyssey and see the show. And, uh, you know, we're trying to keep the channel open, but uh, this is something we have to do, unfortunately. Anyway, have a great evening. Good night.